Welcome to the Power Couples Rock podcast, where our mission is to build a collective community of marriages, where we encourage, inspire, and support one another in order to have masterful marriages. We're Carlos, Catherine, Chris, and Sonia. Please check us out, powercouplesrock.com, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. We believe that one of the most amazing legacies we can leave in life is a great marriage. So we hope you'll listen, learn, and love the conversation. Let's power up. Hello and welcome to the Power Couples Rock podcast. My name is Chris. Thank you once again for inviting us into your ears today. I am so excited about today. We have some special guests with us, but before I introduce these special guests who are really classing up the joint, might I say, tonight, (laughs) I'm going to have to introduce my most favorite couple on that side of the room. (laughs) (laughs) In the universe. In the universe. universe. Carlos and Catherine Green. Hey, what's up, power couple? What's couples? up, power couple? How are you guys doing today? <laughs> Whoa, you guys have like all kinds of energy. Oh yeah, okay. Absolutely. I need to. I need We're to feed off of that. Okay, tonight. that's yeah. right. That's right. We've been rocking. Hey, power couples rock, don't yeah. they? They rock to the left. They rock to the right. They rock, rock, rock. I rock all night. All right, come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. That's a that's right. a little uh, premonition of what's to come later. Oh, that was yes. very musical yes. uh, from you, Catherine. And of course, I need to introduce. My most beautiful wife, Sonia. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> Glad you're here. Yes. <laughs> and of course, we have special guests here tonight. It is my pleasure and honor to introduce to the power couples of the world, Rick and Ruby Montgomery. Thank you for coming. Hi, Thank you everybody. for having us. Hello, everybody. Yeah, thanks for the invite. We're honored to be here. Absolutely. It, it's our honor. And for those of you who are not aware of Rick and Ruby, we cannot wait to hear their story. We cannot wait to hear what they have in store for us later. But they are just an amazing, talented duo, husband and wife, that you know, can be found aboard Carnival Cruise Ships. Ooh, wow. The pride, the Ooh. glory, and the breeze, among others. They're, they're a super entertaining mainstream duo that travels throughout the seas <laughs> and spreads their musical, um, musical glory throughout there. But not only that, they, they perform at, uh, in a, a ton of ministries. We'd love to hear about that as well. Um, across Atlanta, um, the U.S. Air Force, Atlanta Braves, various other social change organizations, which I think we're going to get into. I'd love to hear about about all of that. So, um, Rick and Ruby, I can't wait to hear your story. And I, you know, I don't know if we're just going to go right into it because I think I think there's just so much to to unravel here and yes, to and to break apart. But what I would love to know from you guys is What's your story? Like, how, how did you guys meet? How did you guys, you know, like, when was that? Did you guys, you know, and how did you, and, <laughs> yes. and, and yes. I have so many questions, but I think we, we need to start there. We're like, where sure. did it all begin for Rick and Ruby? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, shall I? Yes, please. Okay, well, first of all, thank us. thanks, guys, for having us. We are so yes, super so excited much. and just yeah. honored to be with you guys. Great friends that we've known and great friends that we've just met. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick and Ruby, uh, we started out, uh, the funny story, the condensed version of the funny story, <laughs> uh, I was singing in a choir at Hopewell Baptist Church, uh, having come out of kind of a dark time in life. You know, we all go through transitions, one thing or another. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, one day at a choir rehearsal, there is this person who had not been a part of the choir on a regular basis. Uh, later to be known, I'm sure she'll tell you that she was busy singing in other venues. Mm. Came in, and at this <laughs> rehearsal, now this was a choir, mind you, that I was in that was 100-plus voices. Mm. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay, and I was a tenor, one of the many tenors that were there. And so at this rehearsal, there was this person that led this song. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And so after that rehearsal, I just thought, well, I just want to go and meet her. So, and I yeah. saw her outside leaning against the car, talking to one of her friends and walked up and introduced myself. And that was when Rick and Ruby began Wow! because that was our first meeting. We exchanged some numbers and so forth. And we kind of went from there. Okay. Yeah. So that and where, was, and very, you said this was Hopewell. Is that where, Hopewell Baptist church over yeah. in Norcross? Oh, oh, Norcross. Pastor okay. Georgia. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. It's a great church. Awesome. Is that when Rick and Ruby began your story? Is that, uh, is that Ruby's story, too? <laughs> <laughs> when Rick and Ruby that was, began? That's a very good point, Carlos. That was probably more my story that night. <laughs> because let me just tell you now, on the sly, uh, I, want, I wanted to go up and introduce myself to her. But what I was doing on the low, let's say, as, as, mm-hmm. as I said, I was really trying to look at a particular finger <laughs> to yes. see, yes. is there a ring on that finger? <laughs> because if so, it was going to end up, I really enjoyed your song. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love having you here. We're going to pray. going to pray for you. <laughs> but instead, it was like, uh, hi. Uh, well, I loved your song, and it just went from there as I but wanted But you to. didn't pray for her. Right? Yeah. Come uh, on. I prayed over her. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was uh, kind of the beginning. Uh, that set it up where the first move, let's say, was made that night. Okay. okay. And uh, when I did not see what would have been uh, an, obvious, an obvious showstopper, uh, meaning something, uh, some bling on the, uh, as we're in a ring, uh, we just kind of struck up a friendship. It took a moment for us to get together as she was very busy. And I let her tell her own part of that, but I was yeah. trying to get her to call me, you know, call me. <laughs> and uh, so I waited and I waited. It was back during those days where you actually had a house phone. And oh, you had with, to a, wait. with yeah. a cord, with a cord oh, on the end yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're yeah. checking to make sure it works. Yeah. So the very beginnings of our relationship and friendship, which is what it started out as, began at Hopewell Baptist Church, uh, singing in a choir. Oh wow, awesome! Yeah, I'd love to yeah. hear I'll, Ruby's version. Right. Let me just tell you this. I want to tell you this one thing: that song that she was rehearsing. Uh, the following Sunday or the day that she presented it to the congregation, the day she sang that song, uh, my mother, my father, and one of my brothers came to Hopewell that day. They wanted to come to the church that I had been a part of. And uh, my dad in his infinite comedy, uh, all he could say after it was over was like, and I got to try to do this in dad voice. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know who that woman was, but boy, she can show sing. <laughs> And mind you, there was probably about, uh, what, 2,000 people maybe in the sanctuary? And I was captivated from the very first moment. I think I saw one person in the church that entire day, and it was this beautiful young lady, this friend of mine. That's all I got. Now, you want to hear her sound? I was going to say, because yours sound real good. (laughs) Now let's get the truth. Come on, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, a large part of that is true. We did meet at Hopewell. And um, the choir director there at the time was from Mississippi. So that's mm. where I'm from. And she'd been asking me to join the choir a long time. And I really wanted to, but I knew that if I got another singing job, that I was going to have to leave. And I just didn't want to be halfway there and halfway out and all of that. And so and not, not really be committed to it. So I said, you know, I, I just, I really, I just don't think it'll be the right thing to do because there are members there and they're so faithful and you have to be there and do what you mm-hmm. need to do. And so I was feeling that way about it. And she says, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you just come and sing uh, this song uh, for uh, the choir and we'll just see how things go. And so I said, okay. So she gave me the song and I knew the song before I'd ever met, uh, you know, the choir, come to the choir. That's just kind of the way she did things. And then, um, so we did meet that night. Now he, he did come up and he did say, you know, hello to me. And if you ever need someone to, to, to play for you, I play piano and, you know, I'd love to play for you sometimes because I don't know if you remember a long time ago that. The set tapes, the karaoke, the instrumental. Oh versions. yes! Yeah. So I had a whole trunk, have a whole trunk full of those things because that's all I used when wow. I would go and sing. Okay. And I just plug them into the boombox and the microphone, and you know, kind of do my thing that way. So anyway, he says, if you ever need anybody to play for you, you know, this is what I do, and I'd love to do it. I was like, okay, that's great. Well, he says, well, here's my number. Call me sometimes, and I was like, I will. Okay. I will. Now, at that point in time, were you nice. like, is this, is this man, is there something else here? Or you well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I wasn't yeah. sure. You know, but 
I, I, I really wasn't sure. But mm-hmm. what happened was that he would see me at Bible study on Wednesday night. And I'd already told him that I was going to call him. And I was very busy. I just finished singing up at Six Flags. And, you know, I had other stuff going on. And I said, he's going to think I'm such a liar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is and, why you yeah. need to be in Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so anyway, I know you're fine. And so I said, you know, I, so I said, okay, you know, I just don't want him to think that because it wasn't that I didn't think he was a great guy. I right. thought he was, yeah. but I just knew, I just had a lot of stuff going on. So I finally called him and we were, I called him, I don't know, maybe around seven or eight o'clock. It was about six twenty. Oh, okay. oh, listen, documented. So I called him and we were on the phone. That night until about 2.30 in the morning. And we've talked every day since then. Wow. And then shortly after that, we, um, you know, we were hanging, you know, out, you know, pretty strong. And then um, (laughs) it's pretty awesome. (laughs) And uh, then, uh, you know, one thing led to another. And here we are. Just got married. So how long did you guys date before you got married? Uh, Close to two years. Yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, but it was a romance that was kind of budding and building from the beginning. You know, I, I make no excuses for being kind of a a romantic, a romantic type of guy. You know, my dad was that same way. I just, yeah. you know, I love the notion of romance. It's so, just, yeah. it's good for the heart. Right. And it's so, good for me too. <laughs> <laughs> she likes it. I like that. Hey, yeah. She, and so as we got started, you know, we would, we would date, we would go to Starbucks, we would go to our favorite park, which is, was kind of our first date. There's a park over in Roswell. Uh, I was out with a friend of mine that afternoon and we were down at an art gallery. He had a friend who owned an art gallery downtown. And so mm-hmm. we went, I bought a piece of art and I was like, yep, yeah, I got to go. And we were talking to the folks. Yeah, but I got to go. And <laughs> one of the original Temptations was down there that night. Wow. And he signed my piece of art. It's a piece of art that reflects Motown and Barry Gordy. And oh, Otis Williams from the Temptations was there. And he autographed it for me. I was like, but I got to go. <laughs> and so, you know, we got together and we went to this park. It's called Azalea Park. It's up in Roswell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we met and we just, it just kind of began at that point And we just both kind of knew. Yeah, this I is did. where we're supposed to be. I did. I knew really early that I loved him really early. Once we got together and I started finding out about his interest and things like that. Yeah. So you <laughs> so. sing and you play the piano and sing, Eric. That is yeah. correct. Right. So then did you all do music, music together while you were dating or did that come after you were married? Well, you know, it kind of started... As we were getting, uh, as we were dating, certainly, uh, we went by a different name at that time. Uh, it's funny. I found some cards not that long mm-hmm. ago we had made up. We said, well, we're going to start doing like weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing weddings. I'd done some weddings and other corporate events. And we'll talk maybe later about some other early music history for me as well. Yeah, love to. But then we got started and we called ourselves Angelic Harmonies. <laughs> Hey, and so we would do weddings and uh, uh, just corporate events and just anybody that would hire us. Basically, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we were not not picky. (laughs) Wherever we could find a piano and a microphone and get together and sing. And so it's just it kind of started from the beginning. And, you know, as time went on, of course, you know, we the dating got more serious and then. You know, we began to talk about, you know, well, what's the next phase? Because at that point, you know, I'm sorry, at that point, uh, neither of us was interested in like a passing fancy. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I was still for that. Yeah, I mean, it's not, <laughs> that was a different place in my life. I so just, thankful that yeah. neither of us was <laughs> looking for that type of experience. Yeah. And then in meeting her, I knew that, you know, this is, as I told my dad, this is very likely the one. Wow. Mm. And, uh. And yeah. so my dad and my mom both were like, baby, if that makes you happy, <laughs> well, it, it, I believe that it will. And then the, the icing on the cake for me happened on a trip while we were still dating okay. to Mississippi to meet her family. And uh, I got down and I met her 11 siblings <laughs> and her mom, her father uh, wow. has passed away, but I met all of them. And when I left there, well, it was just a fun trip. Barbecue, dominoes, laughter, kids mm-hmm. playing. 
just your typical out in the country type mm-hmm. of uh, experience on a summer day, right? Right. Yeah. And I walked away from that, and I was like, I really love this woman, and it's not just because of who she is, but it's because of who she is in her community. Wow. In her family. Uh, yeah. And I thought, not only do I love her, I love her family. Mm. And I did not know him very well at the time, but I've always trusted my ability to discern these things. I've always trusted God to lead me into a good situation or a good environment. And so that is the story about how I became so smitten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. So Ruby, you were, you were a part of a family of 11? Yes. Yes. The youngest are eight women, four men in wow. my family. I only grew up though with half of them and that's still a lot. <laughs> uh, but like six of them because we're all two years apart. Yeah. So, you know, I was with the last six. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else had gone away <laughs> on their own. Yeah. But it's 12 of us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That's so an what's, NBA basketball team. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, so what brought you to Georgia from Mississippi? I wanted to pursue music okay. and theater. All right. And, um, I, I, I really should have gotten my degree in it quite honestly, Yeah, but I didn't. And, um, when I got here, I just, that's just what I've always wanted to do. And outside of teaching. Okay. And so that's what I've done pretty much. But I knew I wanted to move it for that. So when you guys got married, how long have you all been married now? 19 years, soon to be 20. All right. Congrats. 20 years. That is awesome. Yeah. So what has kept you all's marriage together? Like what values do you all hold? Because I know you talked a lot about community. I know you've talked a lot about you guys were not in a place where you just wanted to kind of hang out and just you know, just date. But there's something that's really holding you all together. I'd love for you all to talk about that. Sure, sure. Well, I think it's when you establish what's important to you uh, and you make sure the other person understands that and respects that and they do the same. I think that's really huge. Uh, We, I've never been a person who would ever um, call anyone out of their name or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But I needed to be sure that that was something that Eric knew that was important to me. So we've never called each other out of each other's names. We've never, um, you know, cursed at each other Mm. and curse, you know, people curse each other out and Mm -hmm. do all that stuff. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's that's something that we've chosen not to do, because I think that um, respect just kind of wanes and it begins to dissipate and things, you know, begin to, 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 to fall uh, to the wayside when there's not a level of respect that is necessary. When we have disagreements, um, we often just say, well, what does the Bible say about it? Mm-hmm. And um, that is where we go because even if I want to, or if I'd like to think that I'm right, God is always right. And, and my, and, and we know that for sure. So that's the other, uh, but I think it's a, it's, it's a matter of um, integrity within our, within our marriage. If, if that makes sense, you know how, when you go to work, you want to be on time, you want to do things that are important. You want to yes. please your boss. You want to, you know, that's the way it is with us. I want to please mm-hmm. him. I want to yeah, make him yeah. happy. I want to make sure that uh, he knows he's important and um, do things to to help build him up. And uh, he does the same for me. Wow. So that's probably probably the biggest part of it. We know that God um, is is the reason why we're still together because every marriage goes Mm -hmm. through tough times. Every marriage you're going to have, you know, disagreements and you're going to want to do something the opposite of what your spouse may want to do. But again, at the end of the day, when you use the gauge, what does the Bible have to say about it? Then that um, really just kind of makes it a no brainer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that's, Mm -hmm. that's really pretty much what we've done. I love the standard. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's everything she said. I, for, for one part, for one thing, I, I realized early on that there are a lot of similarities in the way uh, we were raised uh, from our parents and the application of love in the home, uh, even the, the, the disciplining of children, you know, in homes from people from a similar era. But we have a lot of things in common. 
And then going back to when we first met, you know, for me, certainly coming out of a dark time in my life when mm. there were a lot of things going on that just left me heartbroken, left mm. me kind of shell shocked and empty in a lot of ways. And, you know, I had to take some, I had to walk through that wilderness. But the one thing I've always thought and later in life uh, understood how to uh, more accurately articulate based on what I was feeling is that you don't really get to appreciate the light until you've walked through some darkness. Mm. And so having gone through and been patient and survived it, not of my own doing, but because of, because of God almighty, because of God himself, Mm. uh, I realized that, you know, here's an awesome gift that God has Mm. laid before me. Uh, this, a lot of this started for me, you know, um, uh, the, the short, funny story it may may give you a chuckle. It's very serious and near and dear to me, but I can go back to 1997, and it was the Sunday after Christmas, hmm. and I was at Hopewell, and I had gotten there uh, at the invitation of a friend, somebody else, mm-hmm. and just to say, okay, 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 I'll go, but I'm there, and this is maybe my second or third trip. And at that time, you know, the invitation was given after the teaching, and I'm like sitting there, I'm in tears. Mm. I have so much emotion coming out of me as I released mm. a lot of what the enemy was trying to put on me to have me think of myself, to have me think yes. of others, to have me think about relationships. And I'm thinking the whole time I'm saying, you know, I am not going down there. <laughs> I am not yes, going not. down there. But I, I have to tell you that while I was saying this, I was walking down the aisle. <laughs> and so, but with that, it turned my life in a whole new direction mm. where it empowered me to be able to recognize uh, more clearly mm. blessings that God was giving to me. Yes. And Ruby was, was kind of after that point. Okay. Uh, a lot of things happened. You know, I, I had concerns about where I was going to live, a home and you know, I was telling you about living mm-hmm. right up the street. That was part of that story. Uh, meeting Ruby was the other part. And it's just been God has just been in the visible, tangible blessing business in my life ever since then. And I, all I can do is give him praise. But for Ruby and I and our relationship, we have a lot of similarities in how we value a relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, true. It's true. Everybody that's ever been married in the history of marriage <laughs> can tell you that, you know, I just don't agree with that. Right. Or okay. you find yourself on one side or the other. I yes. mean, there's even a, <laughs> there's a song that I wrote, kind of a jazzy piece one day, and it was after one of those fabulous, we just don't agree on this. And then a time <laughs> came where we said, well, we're just going to agree to disagree. Yes. Mm-hmm. And let's move on. Mm-hmm. And right in the middle of cutting our son's hair, I know I jumped forward a, a little bit, but. Right in the middle of cutting his hair, this song came to mind. So I stopped cutting my son's hair with a kind of a Look. stripe here and a stripe there. And I was like, I've just got to go put this song down. And like, I'll, Dad. <laughs> Dad. When, music, hey, when musical inspiration hits you, you, you got to go. go. You got to go. 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 Yeah. go. And the son is like, Dad, you need to finish my haircut. And so for us to finish that part, it was just a, it's just a matter of we know where our foundation is. Mm-hmm. And if no matter how deep it may seem to get, we always know that that foundation is true, mm. that foundation is timeless, and that foundation is permanent. Mm-hmm. And that foundation is the word. Mm-hmm. And if I need to go to Ephesians to remind myself how you know, husbands ought to treat their wives Come on now. and mm-hmm. love their wives like Christ loved the church, well, it wasn't just on Fish Fry Friday <laughs> That's right. or Fried That's Chicken right. Sunday yes. <laughs> on the days that we really like. It wasn't just when t- things are going great. Exactly. Yeah. You, lo- you love her every, every minute of Absolutely. every single day, even when... You may not feel like yeah, it, right? Absolutely. Even and when you're in the midst of that of that darkness, right? So, you know, we are, if we're honest and genuine and transparent with ourselves, mm-hmm. any of us, we don't always feel it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And But when you can withstand and know that even with that emotion, you still have this, this thing, this entity, this love that just transcends all of that. So whatever it's going to take, just deal with it so you can get beyond it and continue to grow. And usually what I have found or what we have found that on the other side of, of, of through your blessing, as Pastor Shield used to say, your blessing is on the other side of through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going through, 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Stepping through whatever it happens to be. You're <laughs> crawling through. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Slithering through. Uh, yes. <laughs> Everything but I'm through. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Love oh, that's love good. That. I love that. And so that's kind of where it goes. And I, and so, I mean, I could speak about it forever, and that's just because that's how our hearts have connected. Yeah. And that's just what I, I hold for her, you know, the, the old the saying in our vows, and she says this all the time, our vows meant something. And when you say to death, do us part, that's for it. better, for worse, for rich, yeah. for poor, and That's sickness it. and health. You just, you just stay. You Thank know? you for you marriage. Stay. Thank yeah. you for representing the marriage covenant so well. Yes. yes. Thank right. you all for Thanks. doing that. That means a tremendous amount. I can remember the first time I met Rick and Ruby at the church that we attend now at Grace, and they were singing. Rick was playing, and Ruby was singing. And I was like, the essence, the DNA, you knew mm-hmm. that this was a couple that, loved the Lord and loved each other. You yeah. knew without a shadow of a doubt. And the pipes that, not the playing pipes, the <laughs> singing pipes, oh, that oh, Ruby oh, had, oh, right? Yes. And then just the masterful keyboard playing yeah. that Rick was doing. It was just this match made in heaven. Yeah. And Please. the first Believe time I that. talked to them, I mean, from the first time I met them till now, they've been the same. I mean, you don't get, I mean, you get the true transparent Rick and Ruby all the time. And so I just appreciate what you all represent. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you guys are talking about being married and, and then being in ministry together. And so you, you're together quite a lot. Yes. Um, Talk to me, talk to our um, power couples about, what it's like being in ministry together, maybe what are, what are some of the um, challenges you may have with yeah, that? Yeah. And then also what's great about being in ministry together? Okay. You want to go? Yeah. Well, um, what's great about it, I'll go there first. What's great about it is that you know that you're growing together. And what's great about it is that um, Rick, Eric, I always call him Eric. There's a funny joke about that, I have to tell you. His parents, his sisters thought, who is this Eric guy she's talking about? They call call him Rick all the time as well. But anyway, what's great about it is that you get to grow together. You get to learn together. But you also get to encourage your spouse to be better in something that they're doing. Okay? Because because, because we we have to do that. Mm -hmm. He helps me to understand the things that are, are, um, that, that I need to do better. And it doesn't matter whether I want to hear it or not. Mm-hmm. It's really just the truth of the matter. Not many people are going to come up to me to say, Hey, you know that you did, you didn't do this or you didn't do this. We have to count on each other to do that mm-hmm. because we've been able to do that. We've really grown co- together and individually. What's tough about it is the same thing. Okay, mm. because you mm. because at, with 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 the craft that you with with your with what you love to do, you just don't want anybody poking in it. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah. mm. you know I've been singing a long, long time, so you know, you know what I'm saying. I got this. You know, I got, I'm, yeah. I'm all right. I, I got this. I'm, I'm all right. I've been doing you know, this. I, I, you know, I've, I've I've accomplished a few things. You know, <laughs> in my life. Rick is like hand in the face. Okay. <laughs> He, on the other hand, is just so very skillful, you know, and so that what's great about it is the same thing that's tough about it, Mm. because you have to have those honest conversations. Mm. And that's really tough. Um, Another challenge um, is not recognizing what each other's lane is. And so let me let me explain what I mean by that. Eric has uh, Rick has um, a particular way of doing things when it comes to his cables, his mics, um, everything. It's like it's like when we pack it up, he's going to sell it to somebody. <laughs> it's like very familiar. Okay, yes. okay, With okay. That. It has to be. I it has you, to be, you understand what I'm saying? It you. has to be rolled a certain way, unplugged a certain way, folded a certain way. Girl, you better preach. All of that has to be just so. 
Okay. I'm a little red right now. Listeners can't see how red I am because I'm I'm, uh, G-U-I-L-T-Y as well. But it's good guilt. Yeah. Yeah. So at one, well, I'll tell you how I've come to appreciate it, but at, at, at some, well, anyway, that's diff. That's, that's not me. I just think it just needs to go in the box. Amen. You understand? Amen. I, I just, it, you know, I, we're not going to lose it. No. We're not going to leave anything behind. It's going to be in the box. Mm-hmm. And we just need to know that. Okay. Well, that's not quite his, his, his thinking. So what I've learned to do is to just let him do that. But it seemed odd to me to stand around when I'm thinking I could unplug some of this stuff. <laughs> I could unplug some of this stuff. And, uh, you know, we could get this show on the road. You know, we could be headed home a little faster. But no. This so is, this is, you know, rolling it up. Just so. Folding the could Just so. See, I'm thinking I could help with that. Yes. Yeah. It's tough to watch, but I have to watch because I understand that's not my, that's what so when he, you start, when you start to help him do that, he's like, no, 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 not yeah, that no, way. That's baby. exactly not that way. Now baby. I will tell it. you what I've graduated In to. Love. I've graduated to being able to unplug the things from the back of the keyboard <laughs> and just lay them there. Don't move them. How Don't. long did it take though? Oh, just uh, how many years, years did it just, take? That's you? only happened last year. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's only happened last year. So, okay. so you may have a minute because it'll be 20 years coming up real Whoa. soon. We've been together about that long. So you Married. understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're quite different yeah. in that role. So yeah. I have, I have learned to, uh, but I have to drop them right there. I can't move them or, you know, anything just right. Just She's pull up uh, and drop. She's got That's me. what I have to do. Now, I love it. what I say is great about that is as we've gotten jobs, sometimes we've gotten them at the last minute. Mm-hmm. I, we never have to worry about whether there's a cable not there. Mm-hmm. We never have to worry about whether there's a microphone out or something that's not there. We can just pick up keyboard and we're out. Yes. It's the red box. The red box. It's the red box. It's a red, it is literally, it's a red box. It's in there. And so that's been what I've come to appreciate. Mm. Sure. Okay. Well, he has a, he has a, what we call a spirit of excellence. He does. He does. He does. And, um, I'm not saying I'm excellent, but I I can identify here with Rick and, and when, when it comes to many things, including what we're doing today on a podcast (laughs) is making sure we've got all the right equipment and all the right things and all, everything is in its place. And yes. And the reason why is because you want, whatever you're doing to be the best and yes. he has the best intentions yes, he for does. this, which, and you're a part of, but when it's happening, it's probably driving you crazy. A little right? bit, <laughs> a little bit. I've learned, I've learned, I've learned to just let things go though, because I still wanted to unplug things because I still want to get the ball on the road. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Got it. And then that's very frustrating. So yeah. I've learned to just understand that he has a system. Yep. It's benefited us many, many times. Mm. And I just need to respect that. And I let it go. And I ask, what can I do? Is there anything I can do? And if he says, oh, I'm good, I got it. Well, he's good. And he's got it. <laughs> and you can just go and get I'm going to go. go get a latte or something. I mean, you know. <laughs> I need to learn from you, Ruby, because Chris um, always needs to have a plan. Yeah. He calls it, we need a plan. What's the plan? I don't like to be blindsided. And we, yeah. oh, those of go. us, myself and the kids, you know, I'm stay at home mom and yeah. can really just kind of fly by the seat of my pants yes. and, oh, I think we'll go do this right now in five minutes. And <laughs> he's always been in this position with work that everything has to be scheduled. And, and so he starts talking about the plan and we all <laughs> yeah. just are like, do you really have to have a plan for everything? <laughs> Really? And yeah, he really does. And I haven't quite gotten to where you are yet, though, yeah. with just letting it go. Yeah. And I need to learn to just. It's let tough. It go. It's tough. Because it benefits you in the long run. It I was does ready to say benefit me in the yeah. long run. Yeah. It does. With certain things, because yeah. we don't work together. We are at home together because he's worked out of the house. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like we've been in that retirement phase, yeah. which is yeah. definitely a. 
you just have to learn how to make that work. And yeah, sometimes you it's really good. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, we're going through a dry <laughs> retirement run. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of learning. We how will that's be working. experts by the time it officially gets here. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a learning process. It and it's not it easy. It's not. It is not, it's not easy. It's not. And, in, you know, in, out of fairness to me, <laughs> a lot of my habits and tendencies were developed in, in a twofold kind of way. Number one, my dad was incredibly organized mm. and I was like his twin. I just grew up underneath him. Everything he did, everywhere he went, I wanted to be there. So I kind of learned it. But then the other thing is military. That's true. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I learned my independence and how to be able to yes. move mountains as need be, if need be, mm. alone. But mm -hmm. whatever job you do has to be done completely. And it may sometimes not seem really fair uh, that I'm that way. But something that you said, it does benefit everybody. Absolutely. And that's my it only does. inclination is make this easy so that mm -hmm. if I need to grab the red box. <laughs> and, it's and it's go, there. It's ready to go. Yeah. I, know what's, I know what's in there. I know where it is and I know what's in there. What branch of the military were you in and how long were you there? Uh, I served in the Air Force and I have a total of active and reserve time of 22 years. Wow. So I'm officially retired from it now. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for, you for your service. service. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much. So much. Thanks, for, thanks for, for saying that. I would have stayed longer, but I just got a little too uh, seasoned. <laughs> I like that. I'm not getting older. I'm just getting seasoned. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to use that. I love it. Yeah. But, um, so I'm curious, uh, it, it, you know, Sonia mentioned it, you guys working together. So uh, this is always something that, uh, you know, is, is in my mind. And I've always worked at a job that was separate from Sonia. And it, it was either me being away and going to an office and coming home or traveling and coming home. And for the past number of years, I've been uh, able to work out of the home with her there. But we've never really worked together. And you guys are obviously have been married for a number of years, have known each other even longer, but also work together. So how does, what does that look like in terms of like, is it just like a switch that you flip and it's like, okay, now we're in the mode where we have to record a song or we have to sit down and work on our sets or, and, and, and Ruby, you talked about it earlier as, as far as, um, you know, everybody knowing the role and knowing their lanes do you, do you, do you have, do you, did you have that intentional conversation and sort of, um, almost look at it like a business sort of standpoint and do that and, you know, maybe bump out of the lane and, and, you know, because you love each other, you know, what buttons you can't push, yeah. so to speak, how does, what does that look like working together and then, you know, being able to, um, sort of switch that off from a work mm, perspective yeah. and be able to be together as husband and wife and turn yeah. that work off. How does yeah. that look? Well, you know, th this is something that we actually have had to work on mm -hmm. because we are so inclined toward one another that our mutual locking of fingers together would tend to bleed over into other areas of our music and of our, of our work like that. But what we find is because, you know, one of the greatest things I love about our unity is our differences. You know, because we, we both have very defined ways in which we like to do things. And, you know, if I had someone that was just like me all the time, I don't think I could take it. <laughs> but because we do things so differently, uh, to your question, is that we, we are learning that we've got to get our lanes well-defined mm -hmm. and deal with them, even in particular as it deals with the music. Because I do tend to be, uh, admittedly, somewhat of a perfectionist. Uh, Maybe not always in the outcome, but but also the process. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. and the plan. So you need the, the plan. plan. The, the plan. process. And the even the plan. preparation. Yes. The yeah. system. Yes. And so in doing that, sometimes if something feels awkward or out of sorts with that, it can throw me off. Mm. And maybe I focus on it in ways that I shouldn't. But what we are learning to do is, is to each honor the other person's uh, specialty. You know, because as much as I play the piano and I deal with the computers and I work with uh, all of the, the tools where I capture and record and so forth, and I realize that's a strength of mine and not necessarily hers, she has a multitude of strengths that mm -hmm. lends itself to the process of recording and capturing mm -hmm. that I, I really, I, I'll be very transparent. I have to, or I've had to learn to be more open to accepting that and giving her or at least having her feel that she's got free reign 
to be who she is. Mm. You don't have to. I don't need you to be me. I don't want you to be me. Please don't be me. It's almost <laughs> like it's almost like managing a team, right? I mean, you guys, you guys are a team. It's like yeah. you mm-hmm. know you have a goal and you can't do it alone, right? Right. right? So you. So right. what fills in the cracks, right? Yeah. What what yeah. what gets you to you know to point B? Oh, there have been songs that we've written uh, that I know I started working on as a nice jazz piece. I love jazz, and so I started working on this piece, and I'm starting to track it. I get things tracked, instruments laid down and so forth. And my dear sweet wife would come down and to the basement where I'm working and she would uh, hear me playing this song and she's like, Oh, I like that. And then she would start to uh, do what she does so very well as a lyricist, just to kind of freestyle and add some words to it. Yeah. And I would turn around and you can you not? I'm trying to work. And she would continue to do this. She'd leave. She'd come back another night. And I was like, you know, I was, this is really a jazz song. It doesn't really have lyrics. <laughs> but then one day I stopped and listened to what she was saying. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, this is not a jazz piece. <laughs> and I just told her, you know, run with that. Keep going. And it turned out to be uh, one of my most favorite creations wow. that we've done together. That's awesome. Ooh, and it was like, something. wow, that, that I was wrong about that. And so. All of this said, what I've had to do in order to be the lead, you know, to stay in my lane as husband, you know, we're partners in everything that we do, but in order to stay in my lane and stay in my role and appreciate her for doing the same, I've had to learn a lot of things that I wasn't really so good at a long time ago. And that's saying either I was wrong or what do you think? Mm. Or let's try it that way. Wow. And that has given uh, us the ability to reach uh, some levels of uh, completion or success on some projects that we may have never seen. And it's just about, you know, doing, I I would always tell our son, it doesn't make you less of a man to say, you know, my my idea is not the best. It doesn't make you less of a man to say, I'm sorry. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Make you less of a man to say. Or ask somebody else what what do you think? Yeah, Yeah. yes. Because you can learn so much from from all kinds of people, not just the most important person in your life, right? And realizing how impactful, speaking of a son or any child, that you know our actions can can have on a child, Mm -hmm. especially if they see it repetitively Mm -hmm. and they grow up thinking, "Well, that's the way I'm supposed to be." It's like, no, that's a very serious thing for me. you know, I, far be it for me to be the one to guide this young man I'm charged with being this earthly father of in an awkward or unhealthy way because... You know, well, I'm sure your son is watching you all the time anyway. <laughs> I mean, in the household, they're watching your conversation, That's your true. language, how you, all in, how you all interact with each other, yeah. all of that. So you are being the model for what a healthy marriage looks like for your son. Yeah. So I love we that. Pray so. We pray so. That's how we deal with that. We, we just... Learn to uh, lean on one another's strengths yeah. and, and just yeah. go with that. And even when there is a weakness, although it's not always easy to hear, as you mentioned earlier, uh, I kind of want to know. Mm-hmm. Ruby's statement sometimes, you know, that, that person just doesn't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> because a, a, a true friend. Ruby, did you say that about me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel that way sometimes when, and I know this, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to sound like I'm judging, but you know how sometimes, you know, men get their hair cut and it's cut like in a certain way, right? I mean, you can tell when it's been cut. So when I start seeing that it's not, you know, whatever, I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, does this person have any friends? Because I, I think, I, because, because Carlos, you know, you know, Rick. Because you your know friend Rick. will be like, dude, you need to get a cut. Your friend will be like, you know what, uh, fix that. Something, yeah. something is growing down in your the back, back of your, your neck. neck. Something. I'm just saying. You, know, you need okay, to get, get that. that. But okay? wouldn't a friend yes. say that? Yes. So if you can't say that, then that person's out there on an island by themselves. And it's kind of like, I, I feel that way. Sometimes I wonder why, you know. You know, like I, I like lashes. I like lashes, but <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes I see them and they're like, like, like bench lashes. Like, like people can Come sit on, on them, like you know, the glasses, yeah, you know? Like, like, you know, and I go, why, why is much. nobody not saying something to that person about the, about their lashes? You know, that are long enough to to to, to put in a pew just, for people to sit on. We just need to pray. We just need to pray for them. <laughs> 
I just ask that question. It's just some stuff that I ponder. It's just something that comes just to your mind. mind. It's like, and I, and I wonder. Yeah, because that make you go, hmm. Because see, if I had a different, if I had lashes that were like out like this, like 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 that, would you, would you, wouldn't you say to me if we were different, say, you know, I know you want, you know, more of your more, more lashes. <laughs> But what you have is a bitch <laughs> on a your bitch. You got some dyed on And people can sit down <laughs> on them because wow. that's what I'm saying. This is my so, home crying. Okay. So, I'm crying. You feel me? This is I my feel see, with, so, with guys, but, but with friends, with thank guys, God you don't have lashes. No, 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 no. We don't talk about our lashes. We don't talk about our lashes, no. the guys. But you know, but we're we're busting each other's chops all the time. We are. And you know, Carlos would be like. Yeah, Chris, Chris, you need to get that cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know she yeah. got a little. Yeah. I know she got a little extra. You need to get that just for men. You got a little, you got a little too much gray coming out there, dude. You either got to let it go or whatever. Like, uh, we need to work out, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get there. That's my point. That's it. That's my point. So, yep. at, to what he was saying and what we were saying earlier, you have to be able to say those things. To each other. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to say those things to each other. Because constructively. Constructively. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Constructively. Um, <laughs> because otherwise, you know, I don't think I'm doing him. I would, as his wife, I don't think it would be right for me to see that he's not at his best. Mm-hmm. And I just ride right. right along with him. Honey, I just want the best for you when I'm telling you all these things. That's it. I just want the best for you. You can't steal her line. You can't steal her line. But, but you it's all, so true. It is. But you all talk, you talked about Ruby being out on the island. So speaking of an island. Yes. <laughs> you all recently made a dramatic change of lifestyle that is Yes, we did. So amazing. (laughs) And I don't want to steal your thunder, but if you could tell our listeners and our power couples that major change that you actually made. Okay. I'm going to start it, but I want you to tell the story about how we got there. We (laughs) made this bold leap out of, I know for out of the classroom and out of corporate America, 19 plus year IT guy, manager of doing all this stuff. We made this bold leap and jumped at an opportunity to work for Carnival Cruise Lines as onboard entertainment. Where we were hired as what's called a mainstream duo, which just simply means for us that our song list is our responsibility. It is not set by, by corporate. Uh, even our attire is set by us. So we have the, the flexibility, the freedom, the autonomy to put together sets of music to entertain the guests that are upon whatever vessel uh, for Carnival Cruise Lines we find ourselves on. Let's give it that a That is Marie. so awesome. Yeah. Marie, my God, Marie. <laughs> and, you know, the story, and I'll tell this part, but I want you to tell them how we got there as far sure. as meeting there. But the story goes that earlier this year, back in January, you know, I had retired from the military, of course. That's been a while back. But I also left after almost 20 years of working uh, in a particular leg of the Department of Justice, DOJ, U.S. DOJ, as an IT person. And I just up one day and said, I'm done. I just don't want to do this anymore. And so I went into the school system here in Gwinnett County as a computer guy. And I came home from work one Friday. And Ruby came home from school. And we were both just wiped. We had a. One of those days in the classroom, and I had one of those days as an IT guy at school, and the phone rang, and it was Carnival responding to an earlier application that we had made the, back in September, was it? Something like that, yeah. And said, oh, we have this great opportunity. We just, we know you guys' repertoire of music. We think you'd be great for this. Thank you. Just knock it out of the water, no pun intended. And we're like, oh, yeah, great. Uh, and this was Friday night, and it says, can you be in Baltimore tomorrow? <laughs> And, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. And so yeah, the, next, the yeah. next eight to 10 seconds was crickets. Yes. I was going like, I was, nope. Like, nope. I was like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> I was just motioning like, had you, know, you, had you guys, back. was your set list long enough to where you could, you could have that, that much oh, yeah. content? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were doing, yeah. you were already doing like weddings and, and, yeah. and other gigs to where you could. Yeah. Okay. Not counting, uh, even if you just take away from it, the inspirational repertoire that we have. Right. You know, we probably had about what two eighty, yeah, somewhere around there. Two hundred seventy, two hundred eighty. But the requirement, wow. but the requirement was two fifty. 
250. The requirement was 250 you when you applied. But I think the issue is like, you call me tonight and you want, you want me, me to be, be in the Baltimore yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. You know. But the okay. red box you, was packed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> red box was packed. But see, here's the tricky thing. I had a job I had to get up Saturday morning and say, oh, uh, I won't be back. <laughs> I had, to, I had to get up, quit my job. There we was no two-week notice in, no. that, in that instance. It no, was like, no, you know, I'm wasn't. done. No, but you can tell them how we got to that point, how it started. Well, um, I taught school for 11 years at middle school, and uh, I knew that I wanted to start pursuing acting and singing in theater again. I knew That's that. That's awesome. I did not have the faith um, to mm. quit my job. Quite honestly, mm. and uh, God had been speaking to me about it, and I knew it. I didn't even really tell him about it. Um, he was just really speaking to me about it, and I knew that the time had come. And he made it very difficult for me physically to even get to work. I mean, I was having some some medical issues, and you know, I was having to stop uh, on the way to work and get out, and you know, stretch and all kinds of things. And and I just, I just. I just knew he was working with me, but I just did not see how it was going to go from the salary that I had, you know, to nothing and still pursuing something with no guarantee of of, of anything happening. But um, I eventually um, yielded to that. And so I started taking acting classes and one of the um, other actors, his father came to the play that was being held and, um, Eric and I had been asked to to provide the music prior to the show and after the show. And his father heard us sing and uh, said, hey, you know, you guys could be hired by by Carnival just like that. And here's the information and this is what you need to do. And so we followed up that way. And um, that's kind of what what really led to us being able to to um, to work for Carnival. But I was hired actually a long time ago by Carnival. And um, when we met, I met Eric in between the time for the callback. And <clears throat> so I was like, Carnival Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Carnival, Carnival Eric. Eric. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so he had shared with me that, it, you know, I just, don't know how that's going to work for me, you know, but you're a nice person. No, I'm just <laughs> I, I knew it was, I knew it was difficult. I knew it was difficult. But anyway, but I did, I did choose Eric and I'm very, very thankful to God that I did not believe that he's just so faithful in that he would have it um, come together for both of us to be there. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. And uh, so, so that's, that's kind of, you know, it in a nutshell, if, 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 um, yeah. So oh, how, many, how many tours have you guys done now? We've been on, on three contracts. Yeah. Three contracts. Three, three ships, yep. Three ships yeah. now. So and how long are the ships? The how first, long are they out sailing? The first two that we did were what's called a journeys cruise. And in carnival speak, that just means it's a super long cruise. Mm. It's an extended cruise where it goes just a bunch of places. Uh, the first one was two weeks. Then we came home for about three weeks, left out again for another two weeks. Came home from that one for about three weeks and then went out for four months. Wow. And so the typical contract when you've bid on a ship and been awarded or been given that one is four months for our position. So since January, we've pretty much been on on the Caribbean the entire time. Wow. And so forth. And to just to back up, the, the father of the person she mentioned, by the way, was a drummer for Carnival. He worked for Carnival. Yes, I'm oh, sorry, so he I didn't had say the that. Inside. So yeah, he did. He heard it and he said, "You know, they would hire do they would hire you guys tomorrow." Or it was, and I was like, "Who's this guy sitting in the corner? Is he like just kind of yeah. music stalking us?" But he's <laughs> like, "No, they would hire you tomorrow." And you so, all, I, I remember one story that you guys told while you were on the Carnival cruise that I thought was so amazing. You had talked about well, it's more than one story, but people would come up to you all and see your light. Yes. See your light. Just give us just one quick one where they would see your light as you guys were singing. and. Yeah. Well, I remember this particular guest name. Her name was Kendra. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was just a lot of fun and was there to have a great time. And uh, she came up to me, uh, sauntered up to me while um, I was singing. In the middle of a song. In the middle of a song. She says, 
I just won't tell you. She's, where's she from? Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> right, right when you're singing a song. Right, yeah, yeah. right in the middle of it. Wow. I yeah. just won't tell you your Christianity showing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. I think uh, it had to do, it, I remember, I don't remember the exact song, but I know it was a ballad. Mm-hmm. And I know that at that point, Ruby had the mic in her hand. If I, I didn't, couldn't see her eyes, I'm sure they were closed and her hand <laughs> was up. And I just happened to look around and this lady walked up and like. I just want to tell you. <laughs> no, there was one other one that you had talked about, about the, yes. the young man. Young man. Yes, we met this most delightful oh, young guy. His name was John. Okay, he's about 23. Probably somewhere in there, yeah. And he was high-performing Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Okay, I always want to say autism, but it was Down syndrome. High-functioning. Mm-hmm. High-functioning, mm-hmm. pardon me. Mm-hmm. Well, we were on this last ship. We were on the Carnival Breeze, and we were in the atrium, which is the big area where all the elevators are going up and down, and there's a stage up over the bar. Mm-hmm. And so we were singing there, and we had just finished uh, a particular song, and I was fiddling around with that laptop trying to get my next song queued up, my backing track. And I heard this very soft voice say, said, uh, I love that song you sung. And I heard Ruby, as I'm still fiddling with the computer, turn around and say, well, thank you very much. She's so polite. And I I love that about her. She's so kind and gracious and polite to just total stranger. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter uh, their degree of health, where they're from. doesn't matter. It's just her. And I love that about her. Thank you. And he said, uh, Do you got? Do you know the song? Uh, I can only uh, I can only imagine, and us and Ruby said, "Well, yeah, we know that." And at that point, I was like, "Wait, what's going on back here?" And I turned <laughs> around to look, and I just thought, "I just want to see this person." And uh, Ruby said, "Yes, we know that." And he said, "Well, uh, I love that song. That was my grandfather's favorite song, and my grandfather's in heaven now. But that was his favorite song." And so we are in this atrium. And there was deck three, deck four, deck five, deck six, all the way up to deck 10 that could hear our music and can look mm-hmm. down and see us. And often it's just people standing there, passing by, they'll stop and look. And, and, uh, R- and Ruby and I looked at each other and I just said, you know, we have to sing that song. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I got my phone and connected to the internet. I didn't have that on my iPad lyrically. Oh, yeah, being a mainstream duo, yeah, mainstream the duo. Mercy Me song is not necessarily <laughs> right. mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. Oh, but Chris, you would be surprised what we did on that ship. But yeah. so that was that was not part of the plan. No, it you, was not. But, okay. but you were so, prepared. Yeah. Right. So I got my phone and I quickly got the lyrics mm. and I just uh, I told the crowd we were between songs and I you know folks were we're, we're, we're so blessed that people have really migrated toward the music that we share, mm-hmm. the love that's in it. People tell us all the time, oh, I could just tell y'all a marriage. It's such a great relationship. Mm-hmm. I just see it all over y'all. And, uh, but so I just told the crowd, I says, well, we're going to do a special song right now for a very special friend. And the song is titled, I Can Only Imagine. Oh, and so sweet. Ruby held my phone because I, I could barely see it at that point, And she's holding it right in front of me. And, <laughs> and, and so Carlos, I, I did this song and, I have to tell you guys, when it was over, the applause erupted in thunderous fashion. Folks were so moved by that. There were people crying. I was nearly crying. And John was just behind us with his most beautiful smile on his face. And he just said, thank you. And I want you to know the rest of that week, every time we hit the stage, John was in the front row. Wow. Wow. And I think we did it one another time, didn't we, we? in the Alchemy Bar? bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mind you, now this is a cruise ship. People are there. They've got the drink package. They've got T-shirts that tell you, "Hey, don't mind me. I bought the drink package." <laughs> and, and but it was just one of those things. And Ruby said something that just landed on everybody, myself included. I think kind of like a like a truckload of bricks when you know I was I was stumbling over the words to say I didn't know what to say. I was full at that moment, mm-hmm. and I just said, "You know, sometimes you just you just gotta stop." And and what did you say? You said, you gotta "Be do. kind." You just got to mm-hmm. be kind. I think you said you yeah. just got to do the right thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, I want you to know, folks, in on every level, just the, the applause was thunderous. Yeah. So much so that there was a guy several decks up. I didn't get to see his face, but all I heard was somebody yelling from up above us, 
Sing Old Rugged Cross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like, well, we do need to keep our job. <laughs> but isn't that beautiful? But I think God is. has appointed yeah. you guys yes. to be exactly yes. where you are for yeah. that very exact reason. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. to be able to interject that right. part of what you do for people that may or may not have ever had it or seen yeah. it or heard it. Sure. And, sure. and you are kind of that blessing that he's using on each one of these ships. Yeah. I think it's pretty pretty amazing. It's to your earlier point, yeah. seeing, seeing their light. It's seeing yeah. their light, seeing and it's amazing light. that there's there's people there that didn't even know they needed that. Oh, yeah. That's didn't true. know they needed that song yeah. or just to encourage them, inspire them, and to confirm where they are in their faith. And for you all to be in that p- particular place at that particular time, and for John yes. to even make the request. Yes, that's true. Nothing is ever done by accident. No, that's that's right. that's Maybe godly. we could get to hear some special for our power couples of our audience. Yeah, we, I, I, we would be remiss if we didn't talk a, a, at least a little bit about your music. And you guys just put out a new song, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is it Man After God's Own Heart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Available. Streaming services, streaming services, iTunes, CD Baby, uh, anywhere you can stream, certainly. And it's available. If you do not stream out there, you can uh, do the download from uh, digital download. We went digital distribution so far. Yeah. And you can get that from CD Baby or iTunes or in places like it's all over. It's on YouTube. There's a music video shot for it. Nice. That you can find. And so it's nice. We'll definitely put the links for everyone that's listening in the show notes. Um, and also uh, rickandruby.com. Absolutely. Right. And uh, you guys have a Facebook page as well as Twitter. Um, but would you guys do us uh, a favor and the honor of performing? Please. A song please. for us please. Please. and, and our listeners? You. Yes. Will you guys to. perform your new song? Absolutely. We, we would love to. Amazing. Amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rick and Ruby. Go, uh, go to rickandruby.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, their new song, which is A Man After God's Own Heart. And uh, without further ado, here is Rick and Ruby.
singing but also sharing your story yes you all are the true essence of a power couple and just your your marriage is based on the word of god the dna that you guys actually carry is mm. just so evident in your walk in your talk and in your singing so we just really appreciate it and we're so honored that you all are here with us on our podcast tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you all for having us. Thank it's you been guys. a pleasure. Glad to be here with you tonight. So, yeah. is everybody ready to get powered up? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Power Couples Rock podcast. We hope that you've been encouraged, inspired, and supported. Please listen and subscribe to our other Power Pods as we are confident that they will strengthen your marriage. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. It's there where we can extend these discussions together, take these conversations and your marriage to the next level. Enjoy your day and power up.